podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must-have fan threads? Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Hello and welcome to Red's Review, looking at September of 2021. I am not Mark, as you can tell by my voice. He has the flu. So as ever, it is me, unfortunately for you, listener. I am stepping in, but I am joined by Jay Reid, who I have not spoken to in ages. How are you doing, Jay? Yeah, I'm good, mate. It's been a while. Uh, as we said before the pod, it's due to the lack of the fancy football pod crumbling for various reasons. And yeah. Just you being a AA pro aficionado, Alda. We don't yeah. get to speak to you very often. That's true. That's true. I don't, well, I don't host anything anymore. That's the thing. Yeah, you, you're just in the background, just doing bits for the big boys. That's all. Exactly. Exactly. See, you get 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 a pod, Jay, and I'll I'll be in the background for you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, that, that's the key to this exactly. guy or speaking to you for the, exactly for the pre-pod stuff. Yeah, have a have a live near me or in the background of the podcast. That's it. I, I dare not live near you. Son. Sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, how dare you? We have billionaires uh, in our area now. <laughs> well, an hour away. Um, <laughs> but hey ho, we're not here. We'll not descend into another Newcastle podcast. Um, but we are here to talk about September. Uh, well, sadly, it does feel like a long time ago because, well, we are in the middle of October now and this, this has been put off a few times. Um, but with people being ill and busy and stuff, we do have to talk about the Leeds United game. Jay, and, well, result aside, which is obviously a good 3-0 win, the main takeaway from that was Harvey's injury, which it feels weird talking about it now, but, yeah, Harvey was becoming a, a first-team... Well, he was a first-teamer at that stage and... Getting injured in such a clumsy way is just it's kind of sad, even thinking about it now. Yeah, looking back, that's the 12th of September, and we're currently recording this on the 13th of October, but that does feel like about two months ago. It was that long ago. That's how much international breaks drain you really of a real football life. Um, but yeah, who, who knew, uh, what is he, 18 still? 18 I think so, yeah. uh, Who knew we could be so important to our season or what 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 looked like being important to our season and since he's been out then the midfield has been questionable in a few games we mm-hmm. could say. Um it's sad for the lad. Um but I, I think the positive we can take is we've already seen he is on the road to recovery in the last week or so but there's been videos, pictures of him on a bike. I mean I know Medical expert, there's, there's lads on AI who do know this stuff inside out, and they've got podcasts available to to put people at ease of worrying about the the lad's injury. But I think from what I've heard, he he could be back this season, which would be great. Um, but what he what he was given to the team on that side of the field with Trent, with Salah, 
is it, it's chalk and cheese for what we're getting from Henderson at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not turning this into a Hendo passion pod, but there was something good there, and it's just not there at the moment, and it's obviously not going to be there for the next what four months, something like that. Mm. Um, and that's the sad thing, really, that we we've seen the signs of of a developing player and developing progression of play. Um, and we've we've cruelly been robbed of it due to a. I, I wouldn't say it was overly reckless. I would just say it was just a little bit clumsy and very mm-hmm. unlucky. When you look back at the tackle, there's been much worse tackles that we've seen gone unpunished. Even you see them um, tackles every game. Don't, well, not every game. Yeah, but you see them most game. You see, you see worse challenges go on, and in this allowing the game to flow procedure that the refs are currently operating under. Much worse than than that tackle, and mm-hmm. that was just a really unfortunate situation. And I think he was going to get subbed off, weren't he? Like, anytime. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he was on the side. I think it was Henderson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. To be fair, yeah, um, it was Ronald the the fifty seven, fifty eight minute mark, mm-hmm. and he was literally ready to come on the field, and that's adds to the tragedy of it. Um, but but from from the tragedy of that game, we did see. Um, a convincing red performance and arguably a worrying performance if you were a Leeds fan, but we're obviously not. But Leeds were a team to admire last year, and I don't really think they've picked up from from that. I think they've got a couple of half decent results since then. But I think it's one win since then, and that was yeah. that was Watford. So that doesn't but, really count. No, I won't jinx it. We play them next. I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we we did like we looked at. A class above. I don't think think we got out of fair gear. Was that the mm-hmm. the start of the Joel Matip adventure game as well? Wasn't it when we we started to see him getting advanced positions into the opposition oh, yes. box and the box and laying on, laying on pre assists and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's been pretty much a common theme. More, well, most of the season, really. Uh, we'll move on to the next game. Obviously, I I can't remember who was on the August show. We don't do predictions for the. Uh, for the Champions League, but we do talk about them. And Liverpool started off their Champions League campaign with a mad result uh, against Milan at Anfield, Jay. I mean, 3-2 win. And a game that Liverpool looked back to their frightening best of a couple of years ago, but somehow ended up nearly losing the game, or at least drawing the game, with a, with a mad 10 minutes. Was it? Just, I think it was just before half-time, if I remember correctly, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, um, it was. The midfield yeah. forgot, to, forgot to midfield for a bit. <laughs> Well, where have we seen that one again? Well, many a time. We'll, we'll uh, talk about another few in a minute. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I was at the game, and I've got to say, just it was a joy to be back for for the European night. Like, just there's a magic about it. It is cliche, but if anyone has had the pleasure to experience it, it's different. I the there's not many other places, clubs in the world that you can go and, and feel that magic of a European night under the lights and. It is special, um, but for 15 minutes, we seem to lose our heads. Um, and I, I, I didn't really understand what was going on because it didn't seem to fit in with the whole ethos of the game. It was weird. Like We just seemed to go, all right, well, that's us. Well, that's us. We're 2-0 up, and it's nearly half-time, so let's just all switch off and go and have a brew. Um, but it, it was still like, 12, 15 minutes to play and before we knew it we were 2-2 um, there was 
there was a lot of good signs there. Um, did did Kanate play that game? What I'm, I know it was Palace. Sorry, I'm getting slightly ahead of myself. Um, it was Matip and Gomez. This one wasn't it? And then yeah, because the next one, if I remember correctly, that was yeah. Um, and Gomez at times, I think at the first fifteen minutes, there was a couple of moments where he looked a bit shaky and very rusty. But even though we conceded two. He did actually look much better second half. He, mm-hmm. he seemed to settle into the game um, and sort of get his feet and get the, get a bit more like match rhythm, as Klopp likes to say. Um, but it, it was just nice to have that that moment back. Like the last European game with fans was the Atletico Madrid game, which again I was there for. Yeah, don't it was no, just don't. it was just a crumble of <laughs> performance. Um, but yeah, it, as I say, it, it we don't normally touch on a red review but it was just a special night and I think at the end of the day there was moments within the game that were really good there was moments that were really bad but it was all about getting the three points um, and getting off to a good start and I think that was also aided by the fact that Porto had gone to Madrid and got a one-all draw mm-hmm. um, which coming out of the ground and seeing that result you, you'd automatically doubled in joy because you know, you, you've got a two-point lead on, on everybody in the group I after game one. Yeah. Um, so that that's always a benefit. And, you know, the way I see the Champions League is if if you can get through within four, maybe five games, like when it gets to the Christmas schedule, especially in, in the Premier League, like if you can use match day six as, you know, a bit of a dead rubber yeah. and not send your players to Mitchell and then play them like we did last year. Well, um, that, that, that kind of screws us. <laughs> yeah. I think it, as we a go or injured. To, I think we go to the San Siro, maybe at the end, or it could be Porto. I'm not sure how, how it's fixed up, but either way, um, if we can get San to Siro's last one, yeah, without having to, you know, send. Well, you can send the boys, but you don't need to use them. You know, you, mm-hmm. you can rest Salah and Virgil and Fabinho and it's a, it's a minimum, it's a minimum game. <laughs> yeah, like if you can get to that, it's a luxury to have, and you know, you. You, sh- you should earn it, and you know the, the way we're going as we're getting into it. Like we are on the right path um, to do that, so that's always a benefit if we if we can just get through by game four or five. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And as we kind of alluded to with the squad selection, we did rotate for a couple of these games. And Crystal Palace, we brought Van Dijk, and, and we saw Canate for the first time properly. As well, we win three nil. It was a tough game. I think we took it was all three of them were sub uh, um, set piece goals, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, we kind of just kept chugging away in, in the Crystal Palace game. Yeah, I, I I was impressed by them. To be fair, I mean, I don't know what I expected, but but yeah, the stink of Roy Hodgson. <laughs> yeah, well, the stink of dinosaur that they've had for the last what. 20 years or something like that that they've been knocking around for yeah that you know you can go through the the whole brigade they've had the lot they've literally won the dinosaur bingo Um, and I I was probably like many where you think what's Vieira going to do is it going to be another was it Ronald De Boer or Frank Frank they had for yeah Frank yeah Frank they had for four games Um, is it going to be one of them experiments where you know it's it's too much different from the from the hoof four five one that we've had, um, but 
you know, they've brought a lot of players and they've invested quite well. And to be fair, they they give us a game without ever really threatening us, I don't think. Like, mm-hmm. they, they look neat and tidy and I was impressed with the kid, Tariq Mitchell, at left back, to be yeah. fair. He'd he done, he done a good job on Salah that game. Um, Conor Gallagher in midfield, done well. Um, the lads at the back, Anderson and Guehi, mm-hmm. looked looked solid. Like It says a lot when we score three goals from set pieces. I know we've improved our set piece output, but if if your centre-halves have literally done everything in open play to stop us scoring, then I suppose you take that as a positive if if you're from the power point of view. Um, and it took a couple of good goals, a couple of, you know, odd defensive mistakes. I think it was one where Mane flicked on and Salah tapped in at the back post. And yeah. then there was the wonder goal at the end, which Naby Keita gave his classic head of Cantona celebration <laughs> to, which myself, I was just like, kind of, half missed it because somebody was walking out in front of me and I sort of seen the corner come in and the next thing after this person's passed beside me I'd seen it was in the back of the nest and I was like who was, was that? that? Was that someone leaving <laughs> early and missed that? Well i got to give it the credit I was on like row 65, 66 of the cop where I am all this season and it's like three rows from the back in the safe standing section which I must add is lovely Um, if you anyone does get to experience that, I would say it's a much better experience of football. Oh, is that, um, is that hap- I thought that was for later on. Is that happening now? Yeah, yeah. The oh. back, I'd say if you're either side of the goal, so if you were looking at the guy, say 201, 202, or 207, 208, the back seven or eight rows are safe standing. And if you're in the middle section, which is the 300s, 304, 305, 306, mm-hmm. I'd say it's about 15, 10 to 15 rows, but mm. it's it's better because you, you've got the bar in front of you mm-hmm. and you've just got that security blanket of when you do celebrate, you're not going to topple over the, the guy yeah. in front. Um, I, when I went to St. St. James's a few seasons, but everyone was stood, but it was just a chair. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you go to St. James's, you're practically in the gods. Well, you are. Like you, pre- I don't know how I stood all the time because you just had to walk up a million stairs. <laughs> yeah, but it it's just it's a security blanket, which is what it's obviously intended for the safe standing purpose. But mm-hmm. like obviously, if if you have the, the luxury of going to game with a couple of people that you know, like and you sat with them or stood with them, whatever, it just makes it a bit bit friendlier, a bit like mm-hmm. you know. Safer, <laughs> it does exactly what it says. In the you're not leaning over people and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. And you know, everybody knows if you're in the cop that you stand anyway. So, yeah. you know, if you are going to proceed with standing, then make it safer. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, but if you do happen, like, if you're at that end of the cop and you know, you, you get to the end of the game and you stick it out, which you know, 95% of people probably do, um, you'd end up stood there for. 20 minutes at the end, like after the final whistle, waiting to get out. Um, so if you've got somewhere to be or, you know, you're meeting people or you've got to catch a coach or a train or anything like that, then, you know, you have got license to have to leave early and it probably does save you 20 minutes of your time. But yeah, I did miss the actual strike of the ball. I just seen the corner come in just, and then... Just the seeing him stood still looking confused. <laughs> well, well at, the, at the time it was like, 
Jones was there and Kanate was there, so I don't know who would hit it. I'd just seen, you know, a few players and roommate was like, That was Kate. I was like, No. And he's like, Yep, he was. And I was like, No. And he's like, Honestly, I was like, Nah, I'm still not having it. <laughs> and then and then it popped up. I was like, hmm. Oh, fair play, he did. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll return to discuss his goal in minutes. Um, uh, well, yeah. Now that yeah. I know what Mumford is. Um, next, uh, do, you, do you want to talk about Norwich in the League Cup or are you not bothered? You can mention it, but I didn't see it. I was yeah. aware. <laughs> yeah, we won 3-0. We rotated. Norwich aren't very good. Um, there we go. Divock scored. Minamino scored. Yeah. Two. That sums it up. Yeah. That sums yeah. it up well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, next up then, I mean, probably, well, maybe not the most notable game because we have, no, Man, Man City's October. I need I've to remember that. Yes. So it is the most notable game of the, of the, of the month. Brentford free, Liverpool free. Um, Brentford are a Premier League team. That was my main takeaway from this game and now I want us to sign Ivan Tony. Yep. Uh, Totally agree. Yeah. Uh, there's more to say, but yeah. Um, they're frighteningly good in a weird way. And I don't think the Sheffield United reincarnated. I think there's something a little bit more about them. Um, this was a, a Saturday evening game, wasn't it? The 5.30? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and the infamous yellow... It's not, it's not for me, this yellow kiss, but it's that was the yellow kiss debut. Yeah. The Ronald McDonald collar business going on, um, but yeah, I, I, it always is in our locker to have these games where you know you're never secure unless you've got more than a two goal or at least a two goal lead, and I don't think we ever did at that point. Did we? We ever took the lead? Did we once uh, under Jones? We went free. 3-2 with Jones. We went 3-2, yeah. And then yeah. Sal- Salah missed a one-on-one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he went clean through, and I don't know what he'd done, but it ended up on top of the goal. Yeah, didn't I think he tried to scoop it, didn't he? Yeah, and I think Jota missed a couple of guilt-edge chances mm-hmm. that game. Um, and watching it, I can seem to remember that I was thinking, we just need Bobby on to, to hold the ball. And he come on, and I think he had a pair of ski diving boots on or something. He was, <laughs> he was awful. Um, and I think that was the, the game, if I remember rightly, that Dave went all in on Henderson, and rightly so because he left Trent so exposed. It was frightening. Um, yeah, in, in two formations as well. It wasn't. Yeah, couldn't use that as an excuse. It was for. We started off like the four three three and then we yeah, went to four, a four two. two three one. We took Jones off just after he scored, didn't we? Yeah. Um but I mean it was it was it was crying out for a bit of just like, you know, sensible play, a bit of maturity and it was just crazy and I think it we should have known going into that game like Brentford played Arsenal in the very sort of same manner it was the game like sort of under the lights, it was obviously Arsenal was. It was a Friday night. This was a half five, so it it ended up under the lights and the crowd are feisty to get behind the team. And they've got they've got an organisation and they've got a lot of front who who bullied us. I've not seen a performance from a forward like that against us 
probably since Didier Drogba when he, he was bullying Carragher. Carragher has nightmares of Drogba. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think I've seen a centre forward like that. And I'm not having he's 5'9 or 5'10. Not a chance. No, I don't think he is. I think he's, he's actually 6'2. I was going to say, there's at least three or four inches missed off his actual reading. Because no way, looking at when he was stood next to Matip, I know Matip's a big lad, but he, he, looked, he wasn't exactly like belly height. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked considerable size next to him. And yeah. His, his dominance in the air is, is frightening. And I don't think, as I say, like, Matip's been that rattled for a long time under us. Even Virgil looked mm-hmm. a bag of nerves, and that that was that was a worry to see. Um, but I think that, again, had come after. That was our fourth partnership in four games. If if we go back through, through obviously Milan was Gomez, Massive Palace was Canate, Van Dijk, Norwich was Gomez, Canate, and then Massive and Virgil. And mm-hmm. obviously we changed the keeper for Norwich, uh, which we didn't touch on as penalty save, by the way. Um, I did forget that happened. <laughs> but well, he's playing it. He's playing against Watford, so we'll need well, him. But yeah, I I think maybe that was just a consequence of our own like, tinkering in a way. And I know we we are trying to keep lads fit, but maybe it was one change too many. And now in hindsight, you look back and maybe we just tinkered too much. And I don't know. I it it, it always happens, and mm-hmm. we we have these games throughout the season every year. Like you look back at our title winning year and it was unfortunately I'm, I'm going to raise the ghost again it was Watford like where it all just went wrong everything and unfortunately we, we got beat that game and with Brentford we come away with a point but we always seem to have these games where nothing goes right and everything for the other team just lands and, and goes their way but I, I think I think to be fine like if you look at look at Brentford they've, they've taken points off Arsenal as you know, as poor as Arsenal are, they've still still taking points off a bigger team. In, well, they beat, beat Arsenal, West Ham. I think the is it Chelsea? No, it's Chelsea, Chelsea this weekend. They've got yeah. Chelsea half five yeah. this weekend. And Which I, I think it'll be a good game as well. It 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 built to be the same sort of mm. you know context as what we had, and Chelsea are going to be missing a couple of lads. Um, I went through the the Brentford team um, on a different podcast and. I think they had four, maybe five players going away for the international break. Um, so you look at you know continuity and Chelsea have had lads all over the world. And mm-hmm. Some will be available, like Silva yeah. going to Brazil as well. Yeah, um, and there, there was someone who's picked up an injury for them. I can't think of the top of my head. Rudiger, I think. Rudiger. Yep. The, there was a few defensive injuries going yeah. around. Um, obviously, Maguire and Varane. Um, we'll get on to them as well later on, but hmm. yeah, I, I genuinely think that they'll they'll cause havoc for the few teams, and I think they probably they've got that Sheffield United aspect about them where they're a bit unknown. But for first, yeah, Sheffield United, yeah, say. yeah. But but they all, you know, they've got they've got a different way of playing, and they've got a goal scorer. Like mm-hmm. Sheffield United never really That's true. truly That's had the goal scorer. They just had a a very solid, like defensive midfield, and you know a structured way of playing. Where they've also got Embuemo and uh, what's the Yano? 
the, the one at the bench who scored uh, uh, Visa. Visa. Um, they've got another one who scored as well in the League Cup. Like, so they've got players who, who got goals. Um, and they've got players who probably no one else knows about. Like, if, you, if you're wise enough, you like, if you, again, Sheffield United, you can do your research. You can find stuff about like John Egan and, you know, John Lundstrom, Ender Stevens. You know, th- these are your run of the mill British players. These have brought lads in from Denmark, from Africa, like from France. Like, no one knows about these players apart mm-hmm. from them. Um, but they've also got a, a good manager. Like, he, he seems to have his head screwed on. Like, he's not like Liverpool level, but he's like Klopp light. If, if you sort of get what I'm trying to yeah, point yeah. out. Like, like, a, he, like Harsen Hurtwell and others. Yeah, you, you yeah. yeah. Like he, he, he's got enough about him to, you know, to, to cause problems for anyone. And and he will. And, and as you say, like they're playing Chelsea this weekend. I would not be surprised if they take points off them. Maybe it's another draw or even they sneak a win because it's fresh off the international break. And, you know, the bigger teams tend to be a bit sleepy. Hopefully not us. Yeah, we, we're kind of just testing further, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're pushing it. Yeah. Uh, last game of the month, we beat Porto quite comfortably 5-1. Uh, this, game, this game was like two weeks ago, and it feels like it was about a year ago. Maybe it's because we play Porto every two weeks or something like that in the Champions League, but yeah, I, we were comfortably better. Porto. Porto have a really good record, if I remember correctly, at home. But I think they're two big losses to in the last few years are to us at the Drago. I think I think that's basically it. So we're we're somebody's bogey team, which I've never really experienced before. Yeah, it's. I, I think we were the last team to beat them there. But I could be wrong in that. That'd um, be a hell of a record for them. Yeah, but I think they they gone something stupidly in the twenties. Unbeaten at home. Uh, I don't know if that was league and Champions League as well, but like they must hate us, and it, it, it's only there that we beat them. I mm-hmm. I remember like the game at Anfield last time when we played them, and we beat them five nil, I think away, and then it was nil nil. Wasn't that the fight. game where we just pa- literally just kept basically we just had a game of pass it about? <laughs> yeah, it was. Just, uh, that was a round of sixteen, I think. Yeah, um, and. It was literally like, you know, we, we've done our business. We'll just let 90 minutes We won't score past you. You don't tackle us. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the time before that, we had beat them four, four or five when we'd been there. I seem to remember like, we, every time yeah. we go there, it, it's minimum four or five goals. Um, didn't we have them? We had them in the knockout stage two years in a row, didn't we? Yes, possibly round yeah. 16, twice. Um Mane got a hat trick one year. Bobby always seems to get a couple out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Virgil got one as well one year. Oh, rings um, the bell, yeah. That was the orange kit. If a, the orange New Balance. Yeah. The toxic. Electric, no, no, Toxic Fund is the other one. The green one, it? yeah. Yeah. It was orange something. I don't remember what it was called. Another kit, though. Orange fans, it'll do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. I don't think they keep it out, Diva. I think he was... Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you can say this every time we play Portal, to be fair, but this time it was pure match fixing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is like... I, I think I said, text from Mason said, you know what, I think someone should be checking his bank balance because <laughs> he's not done that 
out of the ordinary. Like, Th- there's mistakes, and then there's running to the halfway line to try and tackle someone. And uh, fate was it the f- no the first goal was Jones the one where he crossed it, it and then he just kind of just went oh, I'm not going to catch that yeah just come out and slid on his knees and just <laughs> went I'm I'm a goalkeeper who doesn't use my hands yeah uh, the, even the first one he put he pushed it into Mane straight away <laughs> yeah or was like, it Salah I don't like remember the, uh, Salah would you like this ball yes please yeah. okay and you go um but yeah that I think it was the second goal when Milner crossed it in and he sort of. You know, half celebrated. That, that's a footballer. <laughs> it, it was a proper Emre Chan knee slides. Yeah, um, and then it was the Bobby one, one at the end where he, or the fourth one, when he he seemed to go walkies and got nowhere near the ball, and then yeah. took an age to trickle over the line. And then the other one was the two-hour VAR decision. Yeah, but it, he had that comedy run, didn't he? Back where he was, you know. Lottle he was so close <laughs> in in quicksand trying to get back to the ball. Oh, um, yeah, dear. So yeah, he was suspect, and I imagine Sergio Conte so had a hmm. a stain where there maybe a clip around the ear for him when he got in the dressing room. But that, that keeper must be good in other games. Surely, if that if that was like Adrian, he'd never play for us again. We, which is basically the Aston Villa game, which we don't need to remind people about. Yeah, but I have just done that. Um, well, that that was a year ago today. Weirdly enough, that was oh, when we played. Was it around a city game or something like that? They, they kept popping yeah. up. It's a, it's a year since the seven two, and Jack Grealish done this, this, and this. Yeah, that was the last time he played well. Um, <laughs> but that's for October because you know. Yeah. We didn't realize what date and day were on. But, exactly, time is just we, a figment of this time. But just on the portal thing, like it, it was a. I think Atletico Madrid went into like 97 minutes and yeah, Milan did, yeah. got the snidey penalty, uh, which would have been great if they had drew. But, you know, we're on six points and it it is it is in our hands and, you know, we are going to get to the fact that we are coming into October and it's a big month. But I think six points on the board after two games is, is not to be shaked at. And looking at the group before we play the game had someone offered you six points off the first two say, yeah definitely 100% we, we expected it but you know if you'd have got four you would have been very pleased but six mm. is, is, is absolute bonus yeah and that, that's what the Champions League is about as you said earlier you want to get the wins early obviously we go to Madrid next which bleh, it'll be boring we know that uh, and then obviously Madrid at Anfield in the reverse in the reverse leg, but that's November, so we won't even get a chance to talk about that. But yeah, the the Madrid games. If we win one of them, we're basically through. Let's be honest. So yeah, let's uh, let's get it done. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, as works fell for me, that's the one game I can't go to. Oh, <laughs> it's the Madrid home bugger. game. Um, pretty much all the others, I'm off for. Like, or I'm on a morning shift. And that's well, at least it might probably go. be boring, at least. Not the home leg. Oh, the away, oh the that's all right, then. Ah, you'd I'm, only I'm, be on TV. You'll be, at the, you'll be at the home game, then. No, no, no. That's the way I'm saying. I missed the home game. Oh, I can watch okay. the away game. Oh, okay. It's the wrong way round. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I the away leg mind, will yeah. be the boring one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll both be boring. But at least you'd be bored in person. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to... The joys of the radio and whatever awful commentary. Cheek, cheeky phone, to. cheeky phone stream. Work what not? <laughs> uh, I wish. Yeah. 
enjoying this podcast? Then why not supercharge your support for the Reds with Anfield Index Pro? With around 30 premium podcasts every month, AI Pro offers the very best reviews, reaction and debate on all things LFC. From the acclaimed statistics and deep dive analytics found in our Under Pressure podcast, to the transfer links, scouting reports and fast live reaction shows we record after every match, AI Pro is home to our very best content. With regular appearances by Reds legends like Jan Molby and Sir Kenny Dalgleish, plus insight from journalists, sports scientists, coaches and psychologists, we'll help bring you closer to the club you love. There's never been a better time to take AI Pro for a test drive, available on all popular podcast platforms with free apps for iOS and Android. You can try it absolutely free with no strings attached. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com to start your seven-day free trial now. Right. Um, so that that was September. We'll start with goal of the month because of, uh, there's probably an obvious contender for that. Yeah. Um, Naby Keita. Yes. The, it's one, all, I, the, one, it... I, the one I didn't see in live <laughs> person, you know, but up on seeing on the way home in the car and on match a day, it was, it was something that we've not seen from him before, I don't think. Like, we've never... Chelsea think, did one. Not not that well, but he scored yeah, a goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. Like, it was edge of the box strike, but mm-hmm. it was, you know, the, there's always something special about a volley or a half volley. There's just a little bit of, you know... Didn't it hit the post it. as well, didn't it? I think yeah. it did. Uh, hit, well, goal hits Geita, the post, it's better. Geita got a little bit of a touch at the post, but, yeah. you know, I, I don't think there was, there was many others probably to contend with. Maybe Jones against Brentford, but there was a slight deflection. Slight deflection, yeah. Um, maybe the keeper gets to that, or maybe not. Um, Bobby's against and, Porto just for comedy. You can't count the Porto goals because that keeper was a ghost. <laughs> um, Match fixing is something not to be laughed at. Yeah, and we, we can't count Mane's against Leeds either because he had 10 attempts, so it diluted the fact that he scored. Hendo against Milan was good as well. I remember that one. Yeah, the, well, that turned out to be the match winner, didn't it? Mm. Um, it is Nabby's, though, let's be honest. It's, it's Nabby's. I mean, you don't you don't expect that from even to be fair. Like, no. But, yeah, it, it was it's the rarity that you... Yeah, a week for really half volley, you know. You don't. It's not one. Henderson always has the odd dig that goes in. May take a few years, but it's the odd one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be something like that because it's certainly not going to be one of them clip crosses, is it? Well, no. I think he's more likely to score than anyone to score from them. <laughs> right. Do uh, the old Ronaldinho. <laughs> um, player of the month. I was thinking there's an obvious candidate here, but I was considering the Man City game. But I'm, to me, it still seems pretty obvious because he's basically our player of the season so far are you thinking the same as me yes (laughs) I hope we are (laughs) the man who scored in every game bar Norwich because he didn't play I bet he's fuming at that I bet he didn't know that he's he's obviously listening hello Mo Uh, we are talking about you Mo um yeah, more more Salah. I'm, I'm guessing that's who you're bloody talking about. Unless um, someone else has scored a lot more goals than I remember. Um, how good is this bloke? Because obviously there's lots of talk now about... He's always been, since the first season, he's always been world-class on, on, on Liverpool. But now it seems to be... I don't know whether it's 
more of the wider footballing audience is talking about it or whatever. But now he seems to get in, well, causing more of a debate because people are comparing him to to Messi and and Ronaldo. Now he's back in the Premier League. It seems to be more of a natural comparison. But he just keeps breaking records, and at this stage, he's becoming more and more and more undeniable. I mean, you got stupid Chelsea fans saying Hazard was levels better, and it's like this bloke just breaks records after record. Hazard took a season off because he couldn't be bothered. But yeah, more more signs. Speak, speak to me about him. The only thing Hazard's best on is tipping the weights on the scales. Hmm. That's the fact. Um, and can we get onto the scandal that Mo Salah didn't win Player of the Month? But Ronaldo did for three tappings, and I think I've seen the stat where he's not one player of the month since 2018. Something yeah. stupid like that. I think that. it's, it's something like... similar for De Bruyne as well. That that's the two yeah. best. That's the two best players in the league with Van Dijk, who have not won player of the month in ages. They're, they're yeah, stupid. It, it's mental. Like you get like players who win things like you know for for the good start of the season. I think there was someone random that won it like. Michael Antonio or something, which to be mm-hmm. fair, he, he banged yeah, a few he goals. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> like, the fancy football aspect of that for a player, who, a man who doesn't have him in his team. Um, I know you probably do. I uh, do, I do, but he's not. He's not done anything since I've had him in. So that's fair. <laughs> ah, there we go. Typical. Yeah. And we back. Explains it. We back to <laughs> fantasy. Um, but yeah, like how how he's not one player of the month, especially in the month where he broke a hundred goals in the Premier League. He broke 100 goals for Liverpool. Um, you know, how do you not win player of the month for that? Like he, he is single-handedly carrying this team. I don't think we've seen anyone carry us like this since Suarez, Suarez yeah. and then probably since Gerrard. Mm-hmm. Like, he is the only player. Like you, you know, if he's in the team, like you guaranteed probably at least a goal a game. Like. If you take him off the team, like we are mid table at the moment. Like just mm-hmm. it's just fact. Um, we're getting the odd goals from Mane, Jota here and there, Firmino now and again. A couple of different fielders chipped in, but you know, the thing is he's usually creating their goals as well. Unless yeah. It's, unless it's Trent, it's usually Mo who's doing the creating as well. Like it it it, it is kind of worrying how basic we are, really. Um but it is frightening. And I mean, maybe all this media talk is because it's all like hyped up about this contract and whatever, which we we'll get to in a second. But like, it all just seems to have risen out of nowhere. And maybe it is to the fact that the wider media are appreciate the lad for what he is, and we all know why he's not being appreciated, and there's prejudice reasons behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. He was talked about as a one-season wonder, then two, then three, then four. You know, on his fifth season, and he's still banging goals, breaking records, and like you still get people like, like you say, like idiot Chelsea fans saying he, he's nothing on Hazard or United fans saying, oh, he he wouldn't lace Ronaldo's boots. Like, of course he wouldn't lace Ronaldo's boots because he's not going to bend down to his level. Mm-hmm. He, he he is phenomenal. He, he's he is the best player in the world right now. I don't think there's many out there who could argue otherwise. I think certainly the, the Premier the Premier League's inarguable. I think the only thing in the world is Lewandowski, Lewandowski. Benzema. I think they're the only ones in the discussion, yeah. really, aren't they? And even then, like these Pub leagues. 
But no, no, not just that. But they they score goals, and that you don't often see, especially with Lewandowski. You don't see Lewandowski assists now and again with Benzema, but there's not many many one else for Madrid who's going to tap a goal in mm-hmm. for them. Um, but you can probably hang your hat on at least a goal and an assist. Like the way we've been playing, we have we scored three goals in like nine games or something this season, something crazy like that. Thank you. Like the whole every game in September, we scored a minimum of three. Um, and without I going have through, noticed that. that's crazy. <laughs> without going through directly, obviously we're counting the cup game. Salah's probably got a goal and assist in every single one of them, or maybe not the Palace one because it was from. Well, we did. He got he got the header for Manny. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say probably if you went back through them, like, and inspected them, there's a goal or assist within every game, and you just don't get that with with many players. So you know the the Ballon d'Or thing's coming up soon, and he won't even be in the discussion. I don't think, which is is wrong because you know, all right, we had a little bit of a a shoddy season, but it was it was a freak season for. For a lot of teams, and if someone like Jorginho goes on to win that award, oh god, don't it? It's an absolute disgrace. On Lewandowski, you should have got it last year, and arguably should get it this year. And you've got Salah, who mm. for most if, of the if, year, if has Lewin, played out of the yeah, screen. if Lewandowski wins it, I do. Fair enough. The dude should have got one last year, as you say, but he's continued that level. If Benzema gets it, obviously Real Madrid didn't win the league, but he's probably the only reason they got top four, and I think. The, I think they're top now, but Benzema has been magnificent. Come to, I think he's like 34, 35 as well, so that's crazy level. And he's doing it for France. Yeah, exactly, exactly. If 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 Ronaldo wins it, I'll give up on football because he's been terrible. Um, well, he, he scored in hat tricks against Luxembourg and claiming that he's oh, you know, he yeah. I mean, that he's makes him one. the goat because he can score hat tricks against Andorra and Luxembourg and San Marino every few years. It's like, it's like Harry Kane scoring ring. It's like he's got. Tell me when he scores against someone half decent. <laughs> well, the the stat paddle and there's taking the piss and Ronaldo mm. is taking the piss with some of his stuff. But I mean, he's what thirty six, thirty seven years of age. You've got to give it to the fella that he's. No, I, he's in it the is great condition. it is impressive, but I think that's where European but, players have the advantage over South American players. Yeah, there's no San Marino in South America. <laughs> now you're looking at what maybe. Bolivia, but even then you're Whoa. playing at 3,000 feet above sea level, so you get that, absolutely blood at altitude. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be a discussion. Um, and all this contract stuff, like, if it's to do with money, pay the man what he wants. Just mm-hmm. just do it. Like, you like, have got like really. <laughs> the best player in the world. Just pay him. I think, like, I think to replace him, it's costing... 150 mil and luck to be as good as Salah. And that's without paying any wages. Yeah, and then you're going to have to pay him more wages than what Mo apparently wants. <laughs> yeah, like if realistically, if you're replacing Salah's goals, you're saying Haaland or Mbappe, they are the two standout names to say, like, right, they're going to give you 30 goals a year and maybe 10 assists if you're lucky. Because they're different types of players, and you're talking minimum. Well, all right, you might get Haaland on the cheap next year, but you're talking minimum hundred million for either of them in January. 
plus the best junk of 350, 400 grand a week, which if, if speculation is to be true, is less than what Mo's demanding, if you're going to put it in, in them sorts of figures. But, you know, if if other players are being given contracts, was it all by design of we've give you these contracts with your X amount of money so we can give Mo his bucket of money and you just can't argue because you've signed new contracts? Hopefully, mm-hmm. in a way, that is the case. The only one you'd think could could even like have a debate whether he's the same importance more is Van Dyke. And he was signed ages ago. So Yeah. yeah. And it what was it rumored to be two twenty or something like that he's on or something probably, crazy. Probably get more incentives or something as well. Yeah. I mean he's earning more in incentives. If like if they structured the contract and say like, right, well, we're gonna take five of these incentives away because you bladder them every season anyway, so you're earning that money. And we'll say, right, your base salary is 300, if that's the, the figure we're talking or whatever. And we just put higher incentives in, but a higher reward. I don't know. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not money savvy with it, it, football finances. But... It should be worth like, it. If you can figure out 200 contracts in one summer at the cost of not buying anyone. You can figure out giving someone a contract. Let's be honest. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna get done. Like you better with, do. <laughs> like with the optimistic head on. Like where's he gonna go? Like well, who are gonna have a gap in their team <laughs> soon? Yeah, but I mean they are them and City, maybe Newcastle, but he's certainly going up there. Yeah. Um, well, are the only clubs who can afford them. Like as we know, the Spanish clubs are broke. Juventus, mm-hmm. pretty broke. Bayern ain't gonna pay, ain't gonna pay that sort of money after they've sort of had their fingers burnt with Sané and whatever, and the contract situation that they've dug themselves into. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're literally looking at PSG, and I he's don't know, above like, that. Like, I just don't see him doing that. Like, especially well, I don't know if he was close with Ginny, but Ginny doesn't seem happy either. Nope. <clears throat> Um, I just don't. I just don't see him. I don't think he will. If, be if, ba- if Barca and Real Madrid could, I'd kind of see it. But I'd, I'd Real Madrid, Real, well, Real and Real are getting Mbappe. So, but I, I think also like PSG would want to use him as their puppet for the face of like the Qatari owners mm-hmm. and stuff. And I, I just think morally, he's not about that. Like, I, he, I think if he, he was in it for marketing, we would have done it more. Like yeah, bar Pepsi Max adverts, he's not really. We don't really see him. Yeah, because he there was a dispute when he was being used by Vodafone in Egypt and yeah, plastered yeah. on the planes and stuff, and he he didn't like that. And I he is quite a private. Fellow. A lot of our players are, to be fair, quite mm-hmm. private. And um, I just don't think he's about that. You know, plastering his name everywhere and wanting to do all this publicity stuff. Like he's. He's twenty nine, nearly thirty or whatever, but like miles on the clock, he's probably realistically about twenty six. I he's he's been used a lot for us, but like you look at like players like Wayne Rooney, he was finished by what, twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty nine. Probably before that, yeah. Like he's not got the miles like that in, in legs. Like even Mbappe, like there's a fear that Mbappe could be burnt out by his 28, 29, mm-hmm. even Haaland because like they're pushed into the limelight at such young ages because they are really good talents. 
but they're also flogged to the nines because there's that much football going on internationals and club football, domestic competition and stuff like that. Like, I don't think Salah's got that many miles on the clock compared to these lads if you put them into a context of how they would be at his age. Um, and and if that whole like you know, article discussion, whatever that James Pierce put out there, like you know, uh, do we do we want to give such a lucrative contract to a man who's nearly thirty? Well, yes. What, what <laughs> have we just given Henderson, and what we've we been giving Milner for the last five years? Like it, it's beyond and conversation. That, and that's the thing. That's the thing. We've handed out all these, and this this bloke's in the form. Of, not well, not even in the form of his life. He's just continued this form for this many years. How else are you meant to reward someone? You just just give him yeah. a contract. There's like nothing was... any like literally zero more he could do to earn another contract. No, if it was Manny or Firmino, like, and I think theirs are at the same time. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's a conversation to be had there and say, like, okay, we'll address that at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And that's very valid. Like, we'll have a look at it maybe come March time when you've got 15 months left, and we'll go from there. Like, and mm-hmm. then it's a decision of. Are we a smart club and moved them on with twelve months to go, which we've probably not been in the past, mm-hmm. or are we going to give them another two to three years? And I think there's a very fair argument for both ways of the discussion, as we currently stand. I know there's like six months to go in terms of getting to March of next year, but as it currently stands for those two lads, you wouldn't begrudge the club in selling them. And you'd also probably wouldn't begrudge the club and giving them another three years. Um, but with Salah, it, it's not even topic for discussion. It's whatever it takes, do it. Yeah, he's, he's irreplaceable, and that's that's pretty much the message here. But before we get into an hour and a half podcast, we will move on to October. We'll do the predictions in a sec, but we have had a game in October because, well, obviously this podcast is during the international break. We did draw with Man City... But it was a mad game. It was a game of two halves. Yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, um, the first half was dire. Um, we, we, you mentioned this name before, but Ginny Wijnaldum. I, I, I said after about 15 minutes, this game is crying out for someone like Ginny, like Thiago as well, even Harvey Elliott, just a player with the intelligence to put the foot on the ball take a step back and assess the game for what it is and you, again we said earlier on about the midfield being chaotic and a bit of a shambles and this game highlighted it um, Jones in the start because of what he did in Porto mm-hmm. but was sadly out of his depth um, Henderson plays three games in a week can't do it we know that for a fact and he looked flogged and Chasing shadows all game. Fabinho looked knackered because he was trying to do the work for three midfielders. Um, and then we had Milner at right back who just got murdered by Foden, um, which isn't his fault. He tried, but you know, he's first six years of age against a lad who's 21 with lightning fast feet, pretty good pace and movements. That was just bamboozling him. Um, and that was just the first half. Like, we we had no arguments that we had gone in 10 men down and one or two nil down at half time. Mm-hmm. I think we, we got lucky, mm-hmm. um, to be fair. But the second half, we, we started well. Um, 
we looked more like us. I think we, the occasion sort of got to us. I don't know. It does. In, in games in the past at Anfield against Man City where we've rattled them, we looked rattled, mm. um, which was odd. Um, Is this the I mean, first big game? No, we had, was Chelsea, we had Chelsea. Was Chelsea we had, the same? Or were you there? I went there for Chelsea. I was on holiday. Oh, um, okay. But I did see the game on the telly and I think that was, game was ruined by the red card where... Yeah, you know, that's a good point, yeah. Tuchel just sort of went, right, that's it. We're, we're shooting up shop. But, but we... We looked ourselves in the second half, and you know we, we took the lead twice, and we just didn't have the whereabouts on the field to, you know, sit back for five minutes. And in hindsight, it was probably a game where you needed a Milner on the bench to come on and boot you know people. boot people and you know just break up play and you know disturb the game. And I think Klopp's management of the game was pretty poor to be fair mm-hmm. um, he brought Bobby on again he, he again he just didn't look fit um, but he was it was strange because he was good against Paul wasn't he yeah but he he, he he should have seen Jones was was finished after about 65 minutes yeah Henderson was finished at half time and Fabinho was finished after about 70 minutes because he was just trying to do everything um, and he had Naby Keita and for what he's worth, Oxley Chamberlain on the bench, and even Minamino, like he can, he can buzz around. But Naby and Ox, like you've got legs to to do twenty minutes worth of running, and he used neither, and it, it baffled me. And I just thought, like we we threw that game away. Like we got ourselves in the lead twice, and mm-hmm. we'll get onto the goal in a sec, but. I just thought the man management in that game was was poor, um, because it was so obvious to see from the stand, and if we can see, we can all see it from the stands that the midfield was a mess. Like, why couldn't Klopp see it? Like, or one of the coaches on the sideline? It was. It is strange. It, 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 it was strange. Yeah. Beggars belief. The same midfield started and finished that game. But hopefully we see more options used against Watford and Aleco Madrid. Well, we'll have to because people can't play <laughs> uh, for whatever reason and uh, injuries and stuff. We have no idea when Thiago's back as well. Um, but yeah, last thing on this on this game, we do have to let let's finish with the positive on this game. More, more Salah again, but specifically that that goal is disgusting. Uh, don't think I've seen many better live. In the, in the ground. Um, I've seen a lot, but I don't think I've seen many better. I've seen great strikes, I've seen team play, but it was just a moment where you just stood there and went, did that really just happen? Like, just wow. Um, Figures, we've seen him do something like that. Not that before, but we've seen bits and bobs against Everton, yeah. against Watford, against Spurs, but this is... I think statistically, this is the best defense possibly in the world, but certainly in the Premier League. When they come to see like one goal all season or something, and, yeah. he, and he did that and sat and down was, four or five people. Yeah, it was. It wasn't even like it was. You know, he just drove at people and then like knocked it past him. It was the drag back, the cut back, the little bit of pace, and then the finish. Like it was just everything. Like had Lionel Messi scored that goal people would still be going on about it. And I know Liverpool fans are, but mm-hmm. 
they would still be going on about it today, even through this international. It'd be on, it'd be on the news. <laughs> yeah, like it was phenomenal. I, I, you won't see a better goal this season. I, I that's that's no. a big statement to make, but yeah, I don't think you will. Like these are the sort of things like you know Maradona's re, like revered for and mm-hmm. the stuff that you see. Like that's typical Messi. Because Messi he's against only, Bill Bowen, he's the only player yeah. in the world who does stuff like that. Messi against like when he sat down uh, Jerome Boateng in the Champions League, basically like, retired Jerome. Boateng. <laughs> yeah, like it's stuff like that, and that that was the point for me where I, I just like just pay this lad, mm-hmm. <laughs> just whatever the hell you he should have walked off that pitch. We'll do a GoFundMe if you can't afford it, FSG. We really will. Yeah. Mickey Edwards or yeah. whoever's in charge of this stuff should have been stood in the tunnel and went, this is yours, mate. Whatever yeah. you want, you just sign it. We'll fill the figures in. Just leave it in his locker in the changing room. It's fine. Yeah. You you go um, over that, son. The number's blank it, for a reason. You can have what you want. It was, it, it was frightening. Like, you, you just... It, it takes your breath away and you are lost for words because you don't expect... A to see it from a Liverpool player, like, and, and that's a weird thing to say. But you know, th- these sorts of things are like stuff you see on YouTube or the internet, or you know, you see from Lionel Messi, or you know, you've seen from Maradona. Like, but this is Mo Salah in a Liverpool shirt at Anfield mm-hmm. in the, arguably one of the biggest games of the season, and he just thought, you know, fuck it, I'm just gonna take the piss and embarrass these lot because no one else is doing it. So I'm gonna do it. Might as well be me. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It, I, I'm still lost for words now, as you can probably tell. Um, but being there was great and weird at the same time because I was like, did that really just happen? Oh, imagine! Like, did it really just happen? And like, people at home have the benefits of a replay. Like, you you're itching to get like out <laughs> the ground to get a bit of signals. But, like, wow. Oh, that, that, that's actually what he did. It's when you um, need a big, proper screen in the ground. Right? <laughs> you need a, you need a yeah, what a Megatron as they yeah. call it in America. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I he he lights up the world of football for Liverpool at the moment. He does. He does. He, he's fantastic. I hope they're just that, kind that, of waiting for a bad result, and then the good news is that some more signed a new deal. <laughs> well. We don't want any bad results. We've we've already well, said too much. <laughs> well, we'll go out of the league cup or the FA Cup at some point. <laughs> Pressed on the way. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, well, maybe we'll talk about that in a second. We can be bothered, but we will. Yeah, we're going to get into predictions now because we're about about an hour, and I don't want to be up too late. And even as Jay, um, we won't talk about the games too much unless there's any, maybe the United one because that is special, obviously. Um. Watford v Liverpool, what are you going for this? Um I'll take a nice conservative 2-0. Um Claudio's in any, but mm-hmm. Claudio's he's if he's there till Christmas He's done well. I'd be surprised. <laughs> he's like, done well. The you know, they'll be on manager free by Christmas, that that'll be the average Watford yeah. manager. Sam Allardyce will but, be in by then, I imagine. No, he's not slave for someone enough for them. So, so like well, Nigel, P- Nigel Pearson was there. They do yeah. have the odd. They do have the odd Sunday roast. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, amongst all the pasta and paella, they do exactly. have the Sunday roast. But uh, given the situation with obviously 
Alisson, Fabinho playing at a ludicrous time uh, in Brazil. Um, Thiago looking like he's not going to make it. However, the good news is Jota and Trent back mm-hmm. in training. Or Trent's back in training, full training. Jota came back early, meant to be back yeah. um, in full training tomorrow, Thursday, as that'll be since we're recording Wednesday night. So, you know, fingers crossed, even if he makes the bench, he can get 20 minutes in his legs. Um, but a full week or two weeks or whatever training for Bobby, hopefully we'll see him fitter than what he's seen and his, his touch is better than what we've seen in the past mm-hmm. few sub-appearances. Well, a nice 2-0 win would be more than enough for me. Atletico Madrid v Liverpool. I don't think normally do prediction for the Liverpool for the Champions League, but I'm I'm going to do them because screw Mark. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> if you're blowing your nose, we're going to make predictions. Exactly. Uh, um, I'd take a one all. One one. Yeah, I can't yeah. see nil nil. May even be more more safe, but again, yeah, I don't think. I just don't think there's going to be much in that well, game. Well, Mo Salah's got to get his goal, to be fair. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I could, I could see something similar. Maybe the one we do focus on is Man United v Liverpool. Hopefully Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's still in a job by then. Um, I believe Varane's missing this game. I'm not sure if Maguire is. Um, I know they're missing the next couple. Um, but yeah... Man United games for us either go one one of two ways. We either batter them and it's really exciting, or it's terrible and it's nil nil. Yeah, and Ollie's probably going to moan because you know we've got the extra days rest, even though we've got to travel to Madrid and play over there on the Tuesday after a short gap um, between our games. However, he's still going to winch. Um, but I'm being out. It's bonus, I suppose. Um, I've not really seen much of United this he's, season, but he's better than Lindelof. But is that saying anything? That's like saying you know, scarecrows. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's the debate to be had of two thousand and thirty uh, two thousand fifteen Liverpool. Huh? Uh, but yeah, I sad times. In a way, <laughs> I want us to win, but I don't want us to embarrass them. Because of one already just taking the job. Let's take a one nil and they can miss a penalty in the last minute or something. No, no, we don't want that. Don't want that can't do my blood pressure <laughs> any good. Um, you know, just just a two two nil where we you know we're one nil up and we we get a late second goal with oh, ten minutes to go. Like that that that's the sort of results where you know they've they've been on the harsh end of a few refereeing decisions, so you know he can he can have a whinge and a soft penalty can, for us would be nice. Yeah, he can he can. Still moan and say, "Oh well, we're missing Varane and whoever else." Harry and... Maguire wasn't fit; he's never been fit yeah. in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but keep him in a job. We don't want him to get sacked. Um, not while Antonio Conte is still unemployed. So how are Newcastle? Re up mm. <laughs> again. I'll say two one. I mean, you know, it's at Old Trafford. They'll probably get a spawny goal of some sort. So a two one Liverpool victory for us. Preston. The Bill Shankly, Neil Mellor, Seth Vanderberg, Tarby. <laughs> is he allowed to play? Do you know? I think it's up to us. I, I, oh, I wouldn't. Well, I, I wouldn't really care because it'd be interesting to see what he does against our B team. But he probably won't play. Yeah. Um. I don't know. 
I'll, I'll say we win. I don't care. <laughs> I, I just don't know. Like, Taki will play, Arigi will play. Maybe we'll see the Irish kid at right back and um, Ox and some Kate, toddlers. Kate Gordon and that Tyler Morton lad in midfield. Yeah, he did well to be Look fair. Tidy. Yeah. Um, Does big, big Irish Kev will play in goal. Um, yeah, just get through. Like, I would love us to get through and and win this cup because it's been a while. It's, it's a cup, like right? yeah. We, we're on the same with City at now, aren't we? I think, or are they one ahead? I think they're one ahead now. But mm. like, there's nothing better than you know a, a nice day out to Wembley, the end of February, early March, whenever it is this year, and you know just putting something in the pot and like just having something to show for your season that before it's even over. It's just nice and it's a good day out. So, mm-hmm. you know, Wem- Wembley days are always a good day out. So, yeah, th- that'd be nice just to get through and keep getting the easier draws and, you know, City actually getting the Premier League draw for once. Yeah, that that, that that's a one-off. That. <laughs> so we're, def- we're definitely getting... Ch- if Chelsea are still in it by then, we're definitely getting them. At Stamford Bridge, obviously. Uh, what, what, should I just nip down, not, uh, jot down 3-0 or something? E 4-1. 4-1. Lovely stuff. Um, last g- uh, game of the month. I almost said Halloween there. Not the day before. Mischief night. Hopefully no mischief for Liverpool. Um, Liverpool v Brighton. Our only home game of the month, I think. Which is strange. Um, and well, the City game as well. But that doesn't count because that happened in September for us. Um, but yeah, Liverpool v Brighton. Brighton, maybe the story's changed by this because it's obviously the end of the month, but they've started the season really well. I think they're still top six. Missed a chance to go top the other week against Palace, but they are a good team, but maybe the situation would have changed them, but their best player in Basuma seemingly unavailable for a little while. We won't, <laughs> we won't talk about why because we don't want to get yep. in trouble. Um but they do look impressive, and this even beforehand, this has usually been a tough game. Yeah, just got their fixtures up now. They, they face Norwich on the return to football this weekend. Then they got a home game against City, then they play us. Uh, so, you know, the situation for them might not have changed too much. They'd probably still be knocking around eighth, something like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've been, they've been better than what they they were last year because they've got a, a couple more additions but they still lack a goal scorer but they've been doing enough to just get odd goals here and there um, Big Shane Duffy's come back and got a couple um, Mopey's been chipping in with a bit more but you know it, it'll it be one of them games at the 3 o'clock on a Saturday the 3 o'clock game we had against Palace it'll probably go the same sort of like script to that where mm-hmm. They'll be neat and tidy, and you know, they'll probably do enough without creating too much of a threat. And by the end of the game, we we should see ourselves out with a win. Um, I know I've I've done a lot of wins here this month, but again, it's a good month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be fair, we should it, win. It's them not all. a. Yeah, and it's not too bad. United are bad. Let's be honest. And Athletes go away is, is the one I put down on the draw. So I'll go I'll go the same as Palace. I'll go three 0 for this one. Three couple of set piece goals again. Yeah, I think it'll be one of them where it's a tough game where you come out in 
the the opposition looks good, but we should have too much from. Let's be honest, um, especially if the best player is missing for however long. Um, it's really hard tip to turn around stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but that that is it. That is the month of October where Jay has predicted us to win every game apart from Atletico Madrid. So playing it safe there. Uh, <laughs> but to be fair, as we say, we should win the majority of them. A United game depends what what turns up because, as I say earlier, they can be boring. Um, but that is it for the podcast as well. I almost kept it to under an hour, but hey ho, me and Jay haven't talked in a while, so it's nice catching up. Jay, any last words? Um, no. Hopefully, I'll I'll get back on stuff. Uh, more regularly, really. There is. There's been talks of something between me and Eddie and trying to line up something, but you know, it, it, other people's schedules and stuff like that um, has kind of meant that this thing's been put on the back burner for a few weeks now, a couple of months. Um, but I think I messaged him last week and he's hoping that we can sort of bang a few issues out and get things nailed down the next week or two um, of an idea of a more frequent pod. Um, because obviously, as we said earlier on, the fantasy one, we just had to let go um, because it was just too much of a, a fast pace in fixtures to fit in with people's schedules. Um, and so fantasy's yeah. bad. Well, I'm, I'm not doing too bad this season. I'm, I'm doing bad. well this season, actually. So, yeah, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it's just trying to fit things in. Um, my work is mental at the moment I'm either in or I'm not like, I know that sounds really daft but I've been off for four weeks I'm in the middle of them four weeks now um, but then I could go back and then be working like crazy hours till mm-hmm. like 14 hour days or something like that so it's just one of them things um, but hopefully yeah we can we can get something down on on uh, on the tape and I think if this comes to fruition I think there'll be a lot of Happy ears and listeners, if we do get it sorted. Yeah, hopefully, because we do we do need your voice back on AI and AI Pro. J. Uh always nice to have the Scouse uh, representation as well. Uh, Representing the local even, fan base, you know. Even we don't if you did the... slag off where I was from in the intro of the podcast, thank you very much. Yeah, we don't want to, you know, gotta represent us us local fans. You know, we mean a lot, apparently. Mm. Yeah, to be fair, if I slagged you off, I'd have the half the fan base coming after me. <laughs> um, that is true. I have to back him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people, people from Little Town in North East is not going to kick up that much of a stink. <laughs> uh, but hey ho, right? I will. We'll finish up there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hopefully, Mark's back next month as well. But if he is still fighting the flu for a month, I mean, well. Get better soon. <laughs> Get well soon, Mark. Uh, but yeah, hopefully Mark's back next time. Not sure who the guest will be. It'll probably end up being bloody me somehow. I can only apologise for that, people. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, 
we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.